Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Vanilla Co. Vanilla's Clean at Zero is the holy grail of makeup removers, meaning it's also a cleanser. Usually I just pick one or the other or have to do one and then the other and my skin suffers. I don't get it totally clean or it feels overdone, overcleaned. With Clean at Zero, I can melt my makeup away in under a minute and it never leaves my skin dry or tight. The only tight thing about Clean at Zero is the skin-loving ingredients. There's no sulfates, no alcohol, and no artificial coloring. See it for yourself at VanillaUSA.com and save 10% off with promo code SAF10. Right now, they have free shipping, so hop on it. That's B-A-N-I-L-A-U-S-A.com, promo code SAF10. I'm Sophie. I'm April. And this is She's All Fat, the podcast for body positivity, radical self-love, and chill vibes only. This week is a mailbag episode with Jasmine J. We're answering your questions about buying plus-size clothes, having confidence during sex, and starting a career in social media. April, are you jealous you're not here right now? Yes. I knew it. Okay, here we go with some of April's obsessions. What's up? <laughs> What's up, my Hannahs and H's? <laughs> um, I am currently sitting in the container store parking lot. Um, I'm here for containers. Obviously, my closet is falling apart yet again. And I'm here to ask for help because, you know, when you, you need help in this world, it's important to just reach out and get that help. And so I'm here at the container store seeking professional help from my cluttered closet um what I'm doing is brave and I encourage you to do the same thing um do I currently have a fever yes <laughs> am I sick yet again yes but am I here to deliver these hot obsessions also yes um so let's get started shall we I'm excited to share I've been obsessed with a lot of things okay number one so I have Apple Music, so yes, I am better than you. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I do have Apple Music, and so um, I found this singer through Apple Music. Just they do the playlist where they say what you what they think you'll like, and they tend to get it pretty like off for me. Usually, it's like weird uh, indie bands from Sweden, and I'm like, I don't like this. But um, this week they had they tend to they happen to get it really accurate. I don't know what happened. So the first song on it, literally the very first song, was called "Sweet and Low." So sweet, the letter N, and then low, by the singer Sid B. I looked her up, and she's super indie. She's some uh, white woman. She seems quite young. I don't know anything about her, but I heard this song, and I'm just like so obsessed with it. It's a sort of like sexy R and B 
a little bit of pop vibes in there, a little bit of like indie alternative in there. And I just like music that's like really relaxing if I'm feeling stressed out or if I need to write and just kind of focus. This is the perfect thing for that. So check out Sid B. Sweet and Low is my favorite song, but I really love the whole EP. It's dope. Um, Next obsession is Megan the Stallion. Okay, if you're on Twitter, you already know about Megan. If you don't know about Megan, Megan is an incredible female rapper. She's also a college student, okay? She calls herself a stallion. Um, You should look her up and she'll tell you why she calls herself a stallion. I would agree that she is a stallion. Um, My favorite thing about Megan is that she, on her new album, put out uh, a sample of that video. Remember that kid stole his grandma's car and then he drove to the store and he like drove really well and then the he was being interviewed and they were like why did you do it and he was like well i want to do hood rat stuff with my friends <laughs> and so which i rewatch that video all the time it's been like at least 10 years she sampled that viral video and then has a song called hood rat shit and i just like i really love her um she's just unapologetically herself she's beautiful she's so smart she's so talented and if you just need a good like rap album if you've worn out you know cardi b cardi b's last album and you're like ready for some more delicious female rap goodness get into megan the stallion uh she's a fucking icon i love her so much okay Next obsession, we've got a new Algerian pop princess on our hands. Um, I don't know if y'all have been peeping this, but Rita Ora is from Algeria, okay? Dua, wait, Dula Peep, aka, that's how Wendy Williams pronounces her name. Her name is Dua Lipa. She is also Algerian, I believe. And um, this singer, her name is Lolo Zuai. I had to go to her Instagram to see this the pronunciation um she is a new singer that i'm so obsessed with so she her video for her song moi um her live performance of that was recommended to me on youtube i clicked it it blew me away she um was born and raised in france and so it's like half french half english i just think she's so cool such an interesting vibe where like obviously she's white and there's hip-hop influences in it but also i think because she speaks french because of her like clearly french music um, inspirations. It's so, like, uniquely her own that it doesn't feel like, oh, here's this white girl doing a trap beat. It really doesn't feel like that. It feels very unique, and her live performance of it was, like, fascinating. I just, like, I watched it ten times. It's just freaking, like, it's lit, as the kids say. I just love it. Um, so check out Lolo. Um, so those are my obsessions. Back to you, Soph. Thank you, April, for those obsessions. Um, mine are in the app when I'm talking about them with Jasmine. So let's move on to our Apple podcast review shout outs. Thank you so much to the following people attached to the following usernames for leaving us a review on Apple podcasts. Your reviews um, make us feel good. And they're also important to hopefully getting us on Apple's new and noteworthy one day. So thank you to the following people. Science of herself, Curious Jack, Tofu Loose, Are We Freaking Golden, That One Person with the Face, (laughs) Annoyed 4737. 4737, I guess. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Um, we really appreciate your reviews. We also really appreciate our patrons. Y'all keep the lights on here. Um, we're an independent production, which means that we only have our ad money and our Patreon money. And so y'all are really, really important. And we work hard to try to give you some really good extras when you sign up on patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. So thank you to the following patrons. If you sign up, you will get a shout out here as well. Laura Hokum Stone, Allie Vaughn, Corinne, Teresa Blackman, Olivia Grubert, 
Hi, Olivia. And Allison Howard. Um, thank you all so much for being patrons of the show. Okay, tip jar. Um, a few weeks ago, I was talking to my friend who is um, a fat activist, an amazing person, and I asked um, them to send some info along about their new YouTube channel. Um, they are also a listener. Their name is Mermaid Queen Jude, and here is what they said. Hi, it's Jude. I made a video about fat not being a feeling and how we should use words instead, inspired by Soph's thread on Twitter a while ago. Thanks, Jude. We're going to play a video from the video they mentioned and link to their channel in the show notes. Um, love Jude. Love their work. Love their really cute pics on Twitter. Follow them everywhere. Okay. Call for submissions. Um, to our college family, Lynn is doing an episode on fatness in college, and we want to hear from you. So send her a voice memo um, about being fat in college. Um, we always want to give a shout out to our Facebook Patreon group, which you can join if you're part of Team Paisley Moo or above. Um, this week uh, in the pa- in the Facebook <laughs> group, people are talking about their significant others, uh, our spring wardrobes, and crafting. You know, April loves those crafts. Um, also, I'd like to plug our extra segment. We every week do a mini-sode for our team I Love Bread on Patreon. This week, it's another solid chunk of questions with Jasmine J. So if you want more of this episode, consider becoming a patron of Team I Love Bread. Okay, a little scheduling news as well. We are taking a short break. We've been taking breaks after every five or six episodes here so that we can, you know, get some sleep and prepare the rest of the episodes. So we're taking a couple weeks off. You'll have a 11 honoré sponsored mini-sode coming up, and then we'll be getting back into regular episodes right after that. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few weeks. And we'll still be active on our socials. And of course, you'll get the Patreon mini-sodes, et cetera, still if you are a patron. So it sounds like a good time to become a patron. All right. Stick around for the meat of it. We got Jasmine J in the house. The meat of it. Yay. Okay. We have Jasmine and Jay back with us. Um, You all already heard her and loved her in the personal style episode. Yes. Which, um, so let's start out with some obsessions. Okay. So, I mean, I told you I could, I'm going to call this an obsession right now. Okay. Um, Cause I just started it yesterday. Yeah. Um, But I am obsessed with the show, the bold type. Yeah. I'm now like, I started it yesterday. I'm eight episodes in. Oh my god! Wow. Which means I've spent eight hours watching TV. Yes, that's in incredible. The past twenty four. You're in it. So um, I'm in it. I've been really looking for like a good show to watch and like get kind of wrapped up yeah. into. And this show is the perfect amount of like not me, yeah. but also like this is kind of. Just it just hits that sweet spot. That's awesome. I like it a lot. April likes it too. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, and then we did talk about this before, but I'm still gonna go on record for saying therapy. Yeah, um, we always love therapy. Oh uh, yo, it's like, so good. And honestly, I've been like, oh okay, it's cool. And then I, I've started it since January, and I'm just like, I'm in it. I'm yeah. like excited. Like, what are we gonna talk about? What, yeah. What? How? How should we talk? It's the best. Yeah. I sometimes I go in and out of being excited to go just because sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go cry this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I know. 
Well, I'm the opposite where I'm like, oh, I'm not going to cry. And then I literally say a first sentence and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, no, I just know I'm going to cry every single fucking week. And sometimes I go in and I'm like, I want to cry this week. Can we just talk about like stuff going on in my life right now? Yeah, sure. We have to always talk about your parents. (laughs) You know? Yep. It's so good. Yeah. Okay. This is is a working obsession. I just got a cowboy hat. Oh, my God. Right? You're part of Yeehaw Nation. I am, um, apparently. (laughs) I kind of hate it. Okay. So I'm not 100% obsessed. Oh, my God. And I thought about returning it, but I think I'm going to keep it. I need to lean in. I'm going to force myself to do this. Oh, my God. I really want to see some good, fat cowboy hat. Yes, yes. And it's completely black, so I'm either going to spray paint glitter on it or i'm gonna cover it in flowers oh my god both of those are great i know one one or the other but i'm like i can't i put it on and i was like woof yeah but i think that's just because i'm from new thing and like where i'm from like anybody who wears a cowboy hat you probably just want to stay away from them if you're a person of color. Sure. Um, so I'm like, okay, let me sit on this for a minute. Where and, are you from again? Um, Illinois. Oh, which, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's the South. No, but it's the same. I mean, in Arizona, too. Well, there's like actual ranchers in Arizona. Okay, yeah. If someone wears a cowboy hat because they're in Scottsdale, then yeah. that means that they probably also have a sign on their business that says, like, guns welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. This is a dentist. Please. <laughs> Please, yeah. yes. So um, I'm I'm gonna push myself out of my comfort zone, and I'm gonna keep this hat, and hopefully rock it soon. Oh my God, I'm very excited to see these looks. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be so good. Yes, I love that. Okay, tell me your obsessions. Okay, um, okay, my obsessions this week. Number one, this um brand at Sephora mm. of. I left the lipstick outside, okay. but it's like, I found this, uh, this fun pink glitter lip balm thing. The one you're wearing now? Yeah. It's very fun. It doesn't take, like sometimes glitter lip balm, lip gloss things, they taste crunchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's like not fun. And this one does not feel like anything. What is it? Is it Ciate? It's called Kaja. Kaja. And it just looks like a pink highlighter. It and truly then does. you take off the top. And then see, so like, oh! yeah, it's like heart shaped. And then to get it to come up, you like push the bottom like it's a clicky pen. This isn't it cute? This I like it a lot. Oh my god, you can swatch it if you want. I think it's so fun. I'm not gonna do that to you, but I fucking love this. <laughs> yeah, I really oh. like it. They had like a bunch of other cute colors, really. And yeah, it's just fun. How much I, was it? I don't remember. It was like at least under 20. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, um, that's worth it, right? Because I, I know it's under 20 because I don't try new brands and unless I feel like I really wanted it and this one I remember feeling like okay yeah. it's like cheap enough that it's fine. That's not on your eyes too is it? No no on my eyes I have the like little square palettes mm-hmm. that's like in the checkout lines at Sephora. Okay. You know so let's move on to the meat of it with Jasmine. This is a mailbag app where we answer 
your questions, the Fat Molly's questions, and we asked y'all to send in ones specifically for Jasmine. I will also be putting my input in because uh, it's uh, my show. Yes. So I get to say what I want as well. As you should. (laughs) So we're just going to go through these. We have a lot of questions, so if you didn't hear your question answered, it's probably in the Team I Love Bread Extra, so you should sign up on Patreon. Ooh, do it. To hear some more answers. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, this first question is, in all caps... Where do you get your clothes? I need help. Please. I love you. Okay. Hi. I love... No. (laughs) Um, We got a lot of questions like this. I just want to say, look at Jasmine's Instagram. They're all tagged. Yeah. I tag literally everything on my Instagram. Um, Unless it's a company that I really don't care for. Yeah. Then I won't tag it. And then that's where you open up your Google browser and just search it. Um, But... The majority of everything I wear is ASOS. Yeah. I mean, I work for the company. Um, I have a whole Instagram, ASOS underscore Jasmine, and that's where... It's good looks. All of my clothes are. Yeah. Truly. ASOS is definitely my number one. Sometimes I'll look at pretty little things. Is there stuff, like, actually plus size? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they're one of the first places where I bought pants, and they actually fit me. They're the ones that sent me that ridiculously large coat that now you yes. have, but <gasps> yours looks like the right size. No. I was so pissed when you got yours. Oh, my gosh. Lindsay, my best friend, Lindsay, sent it to me. My Lindsay, not your Lindsay, uh-huh. sent it to me. And oh, was my gosh, like, you both have Lindsay's. Yeah, she was like, how come Jasmine's looks right on her? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm so pissed. I was so jealous of yours when I saw it. I was like, fuck, I need that oversized okay, coat. But, like, I think because you're tall, the like the oversizedness of it yeah. looks very cool. You think? Again, yes. On me, it looks like I'm dressing up in my mom's clothes. Like it looks <laughs> like I should have big it heels might. on. But I think it's cute. <sighs> it's I, still a look. I wear it a lot in the house when I'm cold. Okay. Like on the couch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I snuggie it. I walk around in my neighborhood in it. I love it. Okay. Next question. Yeah. How to be confident during sex? We're oh. going there. Wow, not focusing on what your partner is seeing. So, kind of a two-part question. Okay. Oh, uh, I I love being sexual. Yeah. So, to me, how to be confident, it's just like, it's something I 100% want to do. I don't even think, to be honest. Um, I don't... I don't think about what people are seeing, or if yeah. I do, I'm like... To me, I try to make things... Le- like logistical, right? Yeah. Like this person is showing interest in me. They're kissing me and touching me with consent, of course. And I'm assuming they're into it. Why yeah. would they not be into exactly. it if they're doing that? I mean, I think that's really what this person's perspective probably is. I mean, I am reading into this a little bit. Yeah. But I think a lot of fat people, especially, will be like, um, oh no, what if when I get naked they don't like it or something? And I'm like, they they already number one, they already know you're fat. Yeah. They saw it. Yep. You didn't hide it. Exactly. <laughs> Number two, they probably, if they're having sex with you, they want to be touching your body. Exactly. They want no, especially cis straight men, mm-hmm. do not have sex unless they want to be in the room. Exactly. That's why whenever my friends who are straight women who are trying to go on dates with men who like often end up being cis straight men. Yes. Because there's so many of them. Yeah. Whenever any of them are like, I don't know if he really likes me or not. I'm like, if he's there, he likes you. 100%. Cis straight men are not subtle. No, (laughs) no. And they're not gonna, they're not like walking around, you know, the point. No. No. If they're they're there, they want to be there. Exactly. And the same is true for me, you know, as a queer woman, I'm like, if I'm there, I want to be there. I'm assuming it's pretty 
much going to be that for everybody. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, like, if that's if that's the question, if you really are questioning if they want to be there, then you need to not be touching at all. Exactly, you need exactly. You to be like, let's talk about this if we really want to be here. Exactly. If, you, if you're in the point where they're, like, if you're, like, trying to get out of your own head, mm-hmm. I, for me, the easiest thing to do is to be like, he wants this. She yeah. wants this. Yeah, yeah. You just have to be, like, literal, like put the reality into yeah. it which is this person is sharing a space with you right now yeah and that's it and, yeah which is not to say like you know especially if all you've seen it represented is like you know movie sex scenes or something oh for sure and it's like you know if you're comfortable with it watch different kinds of porn yeah with different kinds of bodies mm-hmm. or follow different like more sexy accounts on instagram mm-hmm. that feature different kinds of bodies that look like yours yeah do some things that will help you like, get out of your head a little bit yeah. because this, like, while not focusing on what your partner is seeing, like, your partner is seeing you and they want to be with you. Yeah, and that's beautiful, yeah. you know? Whether it's your partner, a one-night stand, yeah. you know, someone you're just, like, friends with benefits of, whatever. Yeah. Like, you kind of just have to, like... Your sexual partner in the moment. Exactly. Yeah. And you know that it's it's like that. Cause, and also, they might be having the same thoughts. Right, exactly. You know? So... I would say much more important than what are they seeing or what are they looking at is, like, do you want to be there? Yeah. Do you want this? Exactly. Are you liking the feelings that you're having? Exactly. The sensations that you're having? This is not, like, a Cosmo answer where you're mm-hmm. like, in order to be confident, just... Like, no. put whipped cream on it. No. It's like, no, like, you need to be comfortable. Exactly. And that's the first and foremost thing. Yeah. You know, and you have to, um, I feel like that comfort can come from one of two ways, you know? Like, either A, is it something you're dealing with, or B, is that person yeah. putting that pressure on you? Right. So you need to, I guess, kind of, like, figure out where that's coming from. Sure. And then um, think about it more from there. Because if you're just with, like, a, a shitty person then that's don't be with them. <laughs> saying, like, microaggressions <laughs> exactly. and stuff, then, like, okay, no. For sure. But if it's something with you, then you need to look into that more, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ugh, best of luck, this person. Yes. Look at some of the resources. I want you to be happy and healthy and have a lot of good sex. Because yes. you deserve it. Oof. Okay, a, f- a very funny follow-up question. Okay. Give us some advice for virgins. Oh, you know what? Um, <laughs> let me tell you a little story. <laughs> so in fifth grade, me and my group of friends decided that we were going to be virgins till marriage. Oh my God. And that <laughs> fifth oh my grade. God. Wow. Wow. Fifth grade. A big commitment to make. Huge, huge <laughs> commitment. We were like, not us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not us. Ew. Um, it's gross. Right? And we were just like, no, no one is going to have that part of me. <laughs> like, fifth grade. Anyways, no matter what age you are, no matter what you're doing in general, what you're standing up for, it is personal. Yeah. And be confident in that. In this world where sex is either 100% spoken about or not at all, it's a really weird thing to kind of move around about. um, Just like in society in general. But like, don't by any means think that that's like a huge different thing. It's honestly probably a little bit more common, but people don't talk about it. Yes, definitely. So, um... There's... And I feel like there's shame either. It's like, people feel ashamed if they haven't had what they feel like is enough sex. They feel ashamed the other way. Like... Uh, Yeah, if you've had... 
quote unquote quote, too yeah, much yeah, sex, exactly. you People know. Feel yeah. So first of all, no, you're not alone. Yeah. Second of all, know that your life and your experiences are gonna come to you like as you want them to, yeah. you know? And you are going to have um, full control of that. And yeah. society pressures are there for literally everyone. So yeah. it's all it's all good. I would add that, like, you know, virginity is fake. It's a social construct. It, it means is. nothing. Preferences and experience are not things to add value to. No. And, like, it's... It can def- I definitely understand why it can feel like a lot of pressure. For sure. But all that means is really that for you, like, you just need to take a little bit of time to make sure that whatever your first experience is mm-hmm. feels like a total and complete choice on your part. 100%. Just that you feel comfortable with the situation. Yeah. I don't even... That does not mean it has to be, like, your, you know, future spouse or whatever. Just for that sure. you feel comfortable. You feel like you want to do exactly. it. Exactly. Like, you feel like, okay, this feels good. But, like, overall... It's like, yeah, sure, first times of anything can be special, but also they can mean nothing. Exactly. It's both. Like, it's both. Mm -hmm. The important thing is, like, every other time you have sex or don't have sex in the future, it's like you feel safe. Exactly. You feel comfortable. You and your partner are both giving consent. Consent, You're being safe, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like the the same things are important every time. It'll just be, like, the unknown the first time. Yeah. And honestly, I think for most people, if you were, like, dating them and they were, like... I'm a virgin, like, I'm a little bit nervous. You'd be like, oh my god, I can't wait to, like, show you stuff. Yeah. And also, it's not something you have to declare as well. Right. You know? I feel like um, I see that in movies a lot. or oh, in sure. media, like, oh, how do, I, how do I tell them that I've never had sex before? Or even um, with, like, cis men, they yeah, just, yeah. it's hard to talk about in general um for some reason in the media but yeah like don't think that things have to be like declared or you have to walk around and be like it's not something you have to warn someone of no if you're getting into the actual sex part of it i would personally want to mention it not not as a warning or anything just to be like oh i'd like a little more safety or i'd like a little more guidance or or even just like i just want you to know exactly whatever you feel comfortable with yeah it's your 100 whether you've had sex or not no matter what you do you're in control yeah so talk about it yeah virgin as a construct has a lot to do with like cis hetero ideas of sex Mm -hmm. and it's like you can do all sorts of sexual things until you feel comfortable with Uh, whatever you see as sex sex exactly you know just like do a lot of makeouts. Yeah. Who cares? Everyone likes making out. I love it. It's fun. It's so much fun. Just like look lovingly at each other and put oh, makeup on each other. Yo. And there's plenty of ways to be intimate. Very. <laughs> right? I like a nice, like, intense conversation. Yes. That's Very like, close, like playing with fingertips. That's like foreplay to me. Yeah. Just like a, a super intense conversation. Mm-hmm. Talking very close. Oh. And then just like you're maybe touching their shoulder Fuck. a little bit. Yeah. Yep. That's it. <laughs> That is it. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to our next question. How do I incorporate a playful and fun fashion style while still being an office job with the government appropriate fat positive 100% I am that bitch who's not super femme that I am? That's a lot of question. <laughs> yes, it is. I feel like I'm so privileged in the fact that um, the jobs that I have and the position that I've been put in and the person I have become is very like, yeah. you're getting this whether you like it or not, no yeah. matter what setting i'm in you're gonna get this yeah. you know um so i could only imagine working like an actual office job with having like 
a dress code type also, of even thing. even just West Coast first East Coast. It, yeah. It's so different. Yeah. Or, like, I don't even know what the rules are in the Midwest. I was going to say. But, like, I know for here, it's like you can always tell when someone's visiting from the East Coast because they have a full dark suit on. Yeah. And you're like, what are you, who are you trying to impress? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think with me, when I was in, um, when I was in positions where I would have to dress a little bit more not like myself and a little bit more corporate, I would always at least try to, like, balance things. Like, say if I wore a leopard print top, I would wear, like, plain um, black bottoms Mm -hmm. with it to, like, kind of balance that. So maybe, like, mix in a casual, like, print or bright color and then make sure you offset it with, like, a more chill. Yeah. Um, whether it's like a blazer or like a skirt or like a chill shoe. Um, also if you do wear makeup, you can also try like a fun lip color, but have on like one tone. Like if I wore all black, for example, and do like a fun lip, like a red lip or a pink lip or something. Yeah. Even for some people, like, shoes and socks. Yes. They're a big thing right now that are, like, super, like, you can buy fun socks, um, you can buy fun colored shoes, yes. you know? And even if you're wearing just, like, a 100%, like, corporate looking outfit, if you wear, like, a fun little sock and a cute shoe with that, that's how you can make things a little bit more you, too. Especially this person saying they're not super femme. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot more options for kind of, like, rockery kind of shoes. For sure. Than there would be for, like, more femme, high heely kind of shoes that exactly. would be appropriate. Exactly. Which is, like, you know, because of bullshit ideas about, you know, masculinity yeah. being more professional or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, for this person, it this means p- that they can, like, play with this socks work. and shoes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you can have fun accessories, too whether it's watches rings necklaces earrings even like depending on how fancy you have to be like a pocket square or a tie oh my gosh yeah like all those little things yeah and i would also say whenever someone's like how can i be more playful it's like a lot of times i think they're imagining that the two options are like a completely stayed suit or like yes. flamingo. Yeah. And it's like, what if you just try adding a few little things yeah. and then you'll see what feels right. That's how you fool other people. Like, yeah. yes, I'm totally corporate right now, but I'm also have this fun pocket square yeah. and like my red socks that match the pocket exactly. square. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Where do you find good plus size basics? Basics. Like people? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> And it's me. <laughs> you found her. I'm a good plus size basic. Um, I mean, every answer is going to be ASOS. It's going to be ASOS. Okay, every next question. Every answer is going to be ASOS. Okay. Hi there, wonderful humans. Oh. This question is for Jasmine. Ooh. What helped you, if anything, to overcome the bitch of a mindset that tells you no one will view you sexually for your size? Uh, I think that's just called being a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, like, I never, and I'm very thankful for this, but I never thought that I wasn't capable of being loved. Yeah. You know? And maybe that's, like, my my family was, like, very, like, loving and supportive. Um, If anything, it was because of the people I was dating. Yeah. Nothing to do with my body size or anything, just, like, I was dating toxic people. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just like, again, I think very like realistic for a second. I'm like, someone out there has to be attracted to me. (laughs) Someone. Probably many 
dating people. Yeah. You know, I'm bound to find one of them. <laughs> I'm bound to find one of them. I mean, April and I have talked about this before, about just like, especially in context of feeling like before you become body positive, mm-hmm. a lot of times it can be easy to slip into the role of feeling like the mom of the group or yeah. like kind of desexualized in that way or like yes. they, my hot friends are over there and they would never want me. Mm-hmm. And like for me, the things that helped get over that yeah. were like number one, realizing how sexy other fat people are. Yeah was like very important uh-huh. because you can't you if you're still telling yourself like other fat people are not cute yeah then like they're why would you believe you, you you're cute yeah yeah you yeah. gotta like f- you know follow a lot of fat people and like look at the images mm-hmm. look at them and then mm-hmm. after a while you're just like oh cool yeah like i really a lot can happen in three years like a chat bot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I know. It's not that I'm like, I recommend Instagram. It's just that I'm like, that really helped me. That's how you can see. That's how you do (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then number two, it's okay if like you struggled to get there. I mean, I know that for me, for a long time, it was surprising to me whenever anyone found me attractive. Okay. And then when I finally like got there, then I was like, that was stupid of me. Mm -hmm. You know? I feel the same way because I always go into situations and it's definitely different. I can only imagine dating cis men. Yeah. Uh, literally, I can only imagine because yes. I haven't. Um, but also for me, going into my space as like being a lesbian is just like never really, I don't know, knowing if anybody's into me, yeah. you know? And yeah. so that's always self doubt like that. But then that little bit of realism comes back and I'm like, come on. Okay, okay next question. Woo! How do you deal with a loved one wanting support for wanting to lose weight in order to decrease pain for back problems or foot problems, etc.? I keep okay. telling them that weight loss is not a long-term thing and the yo-yoing is harmful, but they're in pain and they know they feel less pain when they weigh less and they can't take pills for their pain, just kind of stuck. What do y'all think? We get a lot of questions like this. Yeah. And it's, like, a very hard one to answer because I'm, like, you it's can't do it for them. It's hard. All you can do is just be, like, here's some haze stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's some, like, health at every size practices. Mm-hmm. Here's some literature about how you can increase, quote, unquote, health and mobility and mm-hmm. muscle, whatever, through, like, healthy movement, yeah. activity, yeah. Um, eating choices, not to change your body size, but to yeah. fuel your body. Exactly. But, like, they have to decide to want that. And also, I would say, too, if they are fatter than you, I don't really feel like it's ever my place to tell someone who is more marginalized than me that yeah. they should, like, not be upset about that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You can only put in so much when it comes to this type of stuff 
um, like talking to other people about like uh, them wanting to be on diets and lose weight for whatever reason, whether it's health or not. And it's something that I kind of like protect myself with, even if it's someone that I truly love so much, but there's just, you know, like somewhere like we can we can do this we can do this we can do this i cannot make this a mission for myself no, for you exactly because with my past yeah and with where i'm at now in in life that will mentally consume me and it won't be good for me right so make sure as much as you are doing what you can for them make sure that you are also taking care of yourself during this as well because um that can be really it can be hard i would number one recommend going back and listening to our fat trader episode which we made because we wanted people to feel more compassion for fat people who are not able really to let go of some of the like weight loss stuff as well as like super fat people who choose to get like weight loss surgery and stuff where again I'm like that's not my struggle and so I don't feel like I have any right to judge it yeah just make sure that you're not like trying to foist where you are on someone else and yeah because like I know that if someone when I was still in the throes of everything and I was so convinced that I could lose weight yeah then like if someone had come up to me and been like you can be fine like how you are and like blah blah, blah I would I just would it wouldn't have ever gotten through I know, I there's know. just no way they don't need to be in the place you are I, for you yeah. to be validated and where you are yeah yeah and it's but it's hard. It's hard for sure. It's so hard. Yeah. Um, I had some members in my family who were doing that like intermediate fasting thing, you oh, know? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, it took me a second with having like a, a past eating disorders of starving myself yeah. and listening to how these people are yeah. starving themselves yeah. until a certain time of day. Jeez. And I just had to take a second and be like, that's, I can't, I, I know I can't. I would recommend just setting limits about their talk around you. Exactly. And saying what you are available for in terms of support. Yes. Either they will lose weight and then gain it back. And yeah. then maybe they will be willing to listen if they come to terms with it. Exactly. They'll, or they'll lose weight and keep it off for a while. Honestly, that part is usually more hard to be around because then people are like, see, I did it. Anyone else can't blah, 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 exactly. blah, blah. All you can do is be like, for you, not for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me put boundaries around this. And exactly. whenever you're ready or want to, I'm here to talk to you about this stuff. Exactly. But it's just like, you know, I think a lot of times with body positive or fat positive stuff, it can be really hard for people to accept when their other fat friends are not in the same place they are. Mm-hmm. Or even when they disagree with other like fat influencers or like fat mm-hmm. voices or whatever, people get so entrenched in it. And I'm yeah. like, it's because we feel like we are such tiny voices shouting to a huge world. But mm-hmm. the reality is we don't have to agree with everyone. No. It doesn't affect your truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all you can do is be like, I'm here to talk about it when you're ready. Exactly. That's all. Yep. Have we told you about Third Love's mission to put a comfy bra on every single boob? Seriously, they offer 78 bra sizes with bands ranging from 30 to 48 inches and cups through size I, including their signature half cup sizes. Third Love cares about family sized boobs. We know because they don't size up by scaling the same measurements up, they craft their bras to work with different bodies. You can take Third Love's Fit Finder quiz to find the perfect bra for your body. I really like that they had that quiz. It felt like very, like, it actually paid attention to different kinds of bodies and it was much more individualized than just having to go to a site and be like, okay, I guess, uh, 
this one. I like that you can say like, these are the problems that usually happen to me with bras. You can try Third Love for 60 days, wear it and wash it and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to boobs in need. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering She's All Fat listeners 15% off their first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash SAF to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash SAF for 15% off today. Today's episode of She's All Fat is brought to you by Undersummers, a company founded by Carrie Ray. Their soft and comfy shortlet slip shorts will quickly become your go-to thigh protecting panty for underskirts and dresses year-round. Plus, they come in sizes small to 5X. I wear my undersummers on days when my HS is acting up and I need underwear that isn't too clingy and is very breathable. I also wear my undersummers when I want a cute 80s workout vibe underneath an oversized tee. Lots of ways to live, laugh, love in my undersummers. Their super soft laces, fabrics, and trims are carefully chosen to make you love your thighs, and their products come in tons of fun colors. Last summer, they sold out of some of their fun colors in just three days. Props because of our discount code, TBH, and you won't believe this, Undersummers now offers leggings too. They're super comfy and super functional all day, every day. Use our new code just for She's All Fat listeners, SAF, for $10 off your purchase of our favorite comfy, silky, smooth, breathable anti-thigh chafing slip shorts. That's code SAF for $10 off on undersummers.com. Okay. What was the best piece of advice given to you when starting a career in social media? And what was your biggest fear when you began to become a more public figure? The best advice was probably don't read the comments. Yeah, that's always a good piece of advice. (laughs) Honestly, it is. Um, And we will all go through our own ways of reading comments and not reading comments and how (sighs) we felt. And we've all had our own stories Mm -hmm. and our own journeys. Yeah. Um, I definitely stick by the, um, the saying hurt people hurt people Mm -hmm. and I get it, you know, biggest fear, you know what, for a little bit, I was afraid of putting too like risque photos Mm -hmm. on my Instagram, um, in order to get, like, brand deals or anything uh-huh. like that. You know, like, not putting up um, pictures in swimsuits or lingerie because my followers would dip, like, two to 4,000 every time I posted. Really? A photo, yeah. Every time I fo- posted a photo like that. Oh, but then um, just this year, actually, starting, like, January, I was like, fuck it. I don't even care if you're yeah, a brand yeah. and you see me half naked on my Instagram and you don't want to. That is your brand. Yeah, then don't then don't work with me. Yeah. You know, like, uh, that's fine. You know, my biggest fear when becoming a more public figure was just that someone would find me and murder me. Oh, but then I figured someone might do that anyways. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) there's a no, no say to anybody these days. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So who knows? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love how dark you get. I mean, I just like, because because of like weird trolling things I've had yeah. from being a writer yeah. about fat stuff. Yeah. You know, like I, t- I talked before on the podcast, I think about this time that um, 
somebody got my number Mm -hmm. and my name. I don't know if it was someone I knew, if it was someone who was mad at me, if Uh it was someone who was like a read one of my pieces. Uh And they posted um, a Craigslist ad for a scooter in Chicago. And they were like, I'm too fat for my scooter. Will you come buy this scooter? text me and put my real number. So for like three weeks, I had people texting me like, can I buy your scooter fatty? And I was like, what? <laughs> which is like, number one, it's hilarious prank. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's in the moment. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. No shit. <laughs> it's wow. like, who has my number? Who did yeah. that? You know? Yeah. Like that kind of thing is very like in the, in the moment, it's very scary. And yes. like, who knows my number? Who knows my name? Yes. You know, where I'm, I'm always like, don't post the front of my house. Like don't post, you know what I mean? I don't want people to know where I live. I don't yeah. want whatever. And the end, I'm at the end of the day. I'm just like, you know what? Honestly, <laughs> what am I gonna do? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I had a situation similar. It happened like last year, where um, this person was just writing like threats to me. Oh my god! In like comments. Um, Jeez, that's scary. Yeah, over like some stuff I did outside of BuzzFeed, like on videos and stuff, and I was like. S- so scared for like a month and a half like i even had a a live podcast and uh they buzzfeed thankfully enough had security that came with me and stuff because i was just like really fucking terrified yeah sometimes i try to imagine the person on the other side of it and that helps me because when i'm when i'm like okay what comes to mind is a white man in like a black tactical army suit but that's probably not right right you know yeah no 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 (laughs) I just like uh, separate maybe a white completely. man, but like yeah. he's not gonna come kill me, really. No, no, you no, know, not at all. So yeah, that was my biggest fear was just being like, oh, being very public is a little scary because I have no idea who might fixate in a yeah, weird way or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people do. They like, really do. I know from my writing, people do. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Is BuzzFeed open to inviting more fat people into their productions? I would love to see a show with fashionable fat people mid to super fats. You know what? I would love that too. Um, yep. <laughs> At BuzzFeed. <laughs> I would love that too. That's all I Can't can say. <laughs> Um, if you all would like to see that, you should tweet at BuzzFeed yeah. about it. Okay. How did you feel at Fashion Week as a fat model? Did skinny models treat you weird? Okay. Um, in the show that I walked in, super inclusive, super queer, super hot. Everyone's so hot. <laughs> Fuck, it was so what hot. What show was it? It was, um, oh, Dapper Q. Oh, cool. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. But I've been to big name fashion shows and quite often there's maybe five or fewer fat people in the audience yeah and to be honest it's kind of like it's a thing for sure because you're walking around and there are nothing but just fucking skinny people everywhere you know just these yeah and you know you're like one of the only ones very visible exactly but at the same time like i make sure i do this all the time but especially fashion week i'm like i am going there and i'm gonna make a fucking statement i'm gonna put on for everybody who can't come to this fashion week and I'm going to be that bitch, yeah. you know? Like um, one of the first ones that I went to, I wore a huge, like oversized uh lavender fur, Ooh, fake fur. Oh my god. Um, and you you were gonna notice me. Amazing. Now that I've been to I think I've been to three fashion weeks, it is very just like exhausting. Yeah. You know, because sometimes you just walk around and you're like, damn. 
it's really just me out here yeah. or me and like Ugh, that's a hard feeling and if you do see any of the other like plus people there yeah. like you know them yeah so at least you're like rolling with each other yeah but yeah it, it's hard i went to a party at gabby's house recently oh, oh my gosh i was so sad i couldn't be there i was like the i w- it was so crazy i came home and i was like that was the first time i've ever been in a room where i felt slightly intimidated by cool people yeah but it had nothing to do with weight because yeah. everyone was fat fat yeah i yeah. was like that was so weird yeah yeah damn i wish i could have it was there. cool i mean i'm sure she'll have another game night, yeah oh, but yes. like um it was very weird to be like oh like everyone's fat here and like everyone's cool with it like yeah and and also it was a moment for me where i was like Fuck, even if everyone were fat, I'm still a fucking nerd. What the fuck? <laughs> Stop. You are not. <laughs> I am. Not in, a, not in like am. a way that you're not cool, though. I mean, I am cool when I manage to lean into who I am. Yeah. But a lot of times, um, like, if I'm in that kind of situation, sometimes I kind of forget about how niche a lot of my interests are. And then I'll be like, have you read the latest novel about blah, 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 blah? Yeah. And people are like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh. you know, um, where's your list of interesting words? Don't you have those? one of those? That's and they're funny. like, no. Oops. I'm like, oh, no, I'm just like a weirdo outside of, like, it's not, I wasn't, I would have probably been bullied as a kid even if I weren't fat. Yeah. Because I'm just like a fucking nerd. <laughs> You're such a dork. It was very funny. But, yeah, it was just like, there's just like ranges of spaces that you're in. Sometimes it feels very uncomfortable to be in spaces where everyone's thin, where everyone is focused on being thin. Yeah. Sometimes well, when I'm fat and I'm in a room with a full room full of thins and it doesn't matter because yeah. nobody cares. Yeah. I feel like um, much similar to New York Fashion Week, even going to like brand parties. Oh, yeah. And brand events. Yo. Is that, that like that? That shit is hard. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because a lot of plus size models, quote unquote, it's like they're size 10. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they're not plus size. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. Good question. In one of your pieces, you talk about growing up surrounded by girls who looked like the, quote, exact opposite of you. They went for the quote. Love it. Um, straight hair, blue eyes, thin. What would you say to chubby girls of color surrounded by the same? Love I love this question. Yes, it's great. Um, and something that is very realistic for me. I would say um, if I could go back and tell myself something. Yeah. It would be that there are so much bigger and better things than your community that you're in right now, and you will find that. Yeah. And luckily for a lot of um, younger people now, they can at least see that on the internet. So if you were sitting in Peru, Illinois, where I was. Peru, Illinois. Yeah, in Peru, Illinois. I could have at least opened my phone and saw other people that existed. Yeah. But at that time, I did not. Yeah, I did not have any sense of community and felt very like removed from my own. I wish I would have known there was something out there that that is just more. This is not it. Yeah, this is not the end all of everything. Yeah. You know, Dang. so just know that there is more. Um. Okay. Um. Excuse me. Were you in a movie with Allison Stoner? <laughs> question. Uh, question. Question mark. Not a movie. I was in a music video. <laughs> it was a very good music video. Oh yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was cute. Um, we'll link it in the show notes. It's very cute. Yeah. It's very cool that you got to play like a love interest. You're a music video girl. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and honestly, I've been in 
I was recently, which by the time this comes out, it'll probably be out. I'm in a video with um, my friend Ari, um, and I'm also the love interest. Oh my god, that's amazing! And I'm just like this love interest thought, like oh walking god. around here kissing people. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping my big my big hope is I'm waiting for Kaylani to call me. Oh my god! And I just want to be that music video thought for Kaylani. That would be amazing. That's my Kaylani. Yes, Kaylani, Let come them on. Know. Okay, what's it like being queer at BuzzFeed? Um, it's pretty much the majority. Yeah, everyone's queer. I came out at BuzzFeed because I hung out with so many queer women, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that's it. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, every, okay. everybody's pretty much everyone's gay. Queer, yeah, yep, at BuzzFeed. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty easy to yeah. be queer there, I would say. Yeah. What's the best thing about the queer community? What's the worst or something to work on? I think the best thing is, like, just being so accepted and so celebrated and so loved. Um, Our community, yeah, there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of shit we could talk about it, you know? But for the most part, everyone, at least to your face, is pretty... um, just like accepting, even like walking around WeHo or going to a Pride event or something, and people just being like, "Yes, yeah. work, yeah. yes," you know, it's so celebratory and it's very open, yeah. and I love that. I agree. Um, something that the community could work on. I wish there were more inclusive places in yeah. cities. Yeah, like especially LA, there is. Like WeHo, right? And then there are a whole bunch of um, nights at bars that are, like, specific to different groups. Yeah. But I wish there were more I just groups. I feel like this a lot. Like, I, I have, since I have, like, come out more, I have been like, wow, I don't really know where to go. Where do you go? Yeah. I'm, like, trying to be, like, I want to be around other queer women, but I can't go to a dating event because I'm in a monogamous relationship. Exactly. Where do I go where I can just be around other queer women? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or, like, even bi women. Exactly. I would settle for that. Yeah. Just being around specifically bi women. Exactly. I don't know where to go for that. It's really, like, there are, like, nights out. There's this one night um, that I go to that's, like, a dance party. Yeah. Which I can invite you to. That's fine. please. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it, it's really, like, shitty because everything is very, like, gay. Gay man. Man. Focused. Focused, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Also, I think, especially in L.A., because a lot of the queer culture is fronted, not like, I don't think all the queer culture here by any means is this, but it is like the image of it is very white cis gay man. Oh, yeah. And that also tends to be pretty fat phobic. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, yes, yes. I think that's something else we need to work on. For sure. As well as the same thing as the rest of the country, which is like, you know, decentering white people, exactly. et cetera, et cetera, exactly. et cetera. And like, uh, yeah, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot. Yes. But I agree that like in general, like I have really enjoyed, um, the process of being like starting to learn how to be able to signal queerness and yes. how to be like, okay, cool. Like I'm, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's cool because then you're like, cool. Exactly. We got this. How can we get you in the L word? <laughs> 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 a very cute question. Oh my gosh. You know what? I was literally just thinking about what would my character be oh on this L word. I have to watch the original. I've never seen it. Oh my god. I know. Okay. I know. If I'm starting a fucking skincare routine, <laughs> you're watching. I will okay, come deal, over deal, here. Deal, deal, deal. I will come over we'll here do masks and rewatch it. And with we can you. watch it. Deal. 
This is done. Okay. I'm so plan. serious. Oh my God. Should we start a new podcast? Oh, <laughs> we should be on the hour. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you now. So when we do watch this, you'll yeah. know. Um, there's this time where there's a carpenter that okay. is introduced. Okay. I want to be that carpenter. All right. <laughs> Very <laughs> small role. All right. Um, or I want to be some like fashion role. I wish I could be Kit. And if you're asking this question, then you know who Kit is, right. and I should be Kit. But um, that or the new carpenter. Okay. Well, yeah. we will put we're, you in for that role. We're circling back to this. We're circling back. Yeah. How has it been for you since you've discovered that part of yourself? Because how old were you? Uh, like twenty five. That's like yeah, kind of like a little bit later. Yeah. You know. I mean, it was weird in one way because I was already in a monogamous relationship with a man. Yes, which is so interesting. Yeah. I think it's like I actually have had a lot of people, a lot of women reach out to me who had the same thing happen to them. Wait, sorry. Before you go into this, what do you identify as? Just bi. Bi. Okay. I wasn't sure. I think, I mean, I know I always see arguments on Twitter about like bi, pan, Pan, whatever. I'm like, I don't, it's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like the weird definitions about like, well, this means two and that means more. And like, no, I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I, there's, I don't think there is any, there is not a gender that I would categorically be opposed to being attracted to. I'm, you know, I'm honestly the same way. Yeah. Like, I, for the sake of just, like, media, I'm, like, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. But to be honest, I guess I would identify more pan Mm -hmm. um, just because I truly just am so accepting of love no matter where it's coming from. Yeah. And also, I would never shut myself off from accepting love if it was some type of gender or non-conforming I don't care. Just love me. Yeah. You know, just (laughs) fucking love me. me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it was like, I, it really, for me came a lot out of body positivity, out of being able to accept myself as I was and not, not trying to be like, well, girls have to be smaller than boys and like, I, you know, basically. And then once I was more comfortable in myself, then I was like, Oh, maybe these other ideas about what I had to be are also not. For sure. But it's like, it's hard when you're by a little bit, if you are attracted to men as uh-huh. a woman, because then I'm like, a, a lot of other bi women don't realize until later yeah. because you're just like, well, sure, there's men I'm attracted to. Exactly. Like, it doesn't feel like repressive. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm like, I am attracted to men. Yeah. And so it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm hiding my true self or something. For sure. And so it oh, was, I get you know that. I, mean? I get that. So it was never like, I just was like, oh, no, everyone feels very obsessive about their best female friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I didn't think it, I didn't think that it was like, it, it just didn't occur to me yeah. because I wasn't like, I have to be with a girl. Yeah. I was like, I want someone to love me. And it made sense to me from the culture that it would be a man. Yeah. But like once I was around more queer women and then I was like, oh my God, I'm very attracted to all these queer women. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was like very bizarre. It was like, oh yeah, that's, and, I, and also I've told Nicolette this, a lot of it too came from 
seeing fat queer women who were femme. Yeah. Because I, for a long time, had this idea that if you were fat and queer, then you were going to be more butch. Well, yeah. Because that's what you see. 100%. And so I was like, well, that's not me. Yeah. Less than being like, I don't like girls. It was more that I was like, that picture is not me. Where do I fit? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's definitely not me, so I'm not gay. For sure. You know? Yeah. And so when I first figured it out, I, like, talked to Victor about it, and I was like, oh, no, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't know. Do you want to break up? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay, well, do you want to, is it, you know, do you want to date other guys even though you're attracted to other guys? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay, well, if you, like, you know, have to kiss the girl to prove it to yourself. And I was like, no, I know it's real. And he was like, okay, well, then what? And I was like, oh, I guess nothing. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know? Yeah. So it was just like. Oh, like I do feel a little bit, sometimes I'm a little bit like, oh man, like I wish I could have dated some girls before I hooked up with Victor. Yeah. But also I'm like, <laughs> I didn't, it's not like I dated a lot of guys. Yeah. And <laughs> you're, if you're happy, you know, that is truly what like, you're looking for important. anyway. Right. I'd be yeah. like, for what? To find another committed, long-term happy exactly. relationship. Exactly. So it, the, the thing that has been not like a struggle, but that I feel like I'm still interested in pursuing is like finding more places to express my queer identity because so much of it is centered around dating and sex. A lot of times that it's like, no, I really want to find like more queer community. And that was something I did really enjoy about Buzzfeed for sure. And like being able to express that more without having to be, or like even explore it more. It does feel very connected to body positivity for me in that I'm, I try to apply the same things of like, be patient with yourself, yes. like accept all of yourself, yes. like um, be confident talking about it to people who care about you because they'll accept you, exactly. you know? Yeah. And also it was like, it was emotional for me to tell people in my life and they literally all had the same reaction. They were just like, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I might like girls and they're like all, Lindsay was like, okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> nobody, I was like, oh, okay. Well. Yeah. This was big for me. Right? Exactly. (laughs) No, that's great. Yeah. So if anyone knows of any cool queer women hangouts, hit us up. Let us know. (laughs) Let us know. Thank Thank you you. so much. I'm so glad to do this and get my skincare and get your L word on because we are doing this. very excited. Sometimes I do this thing with a podcast where I just decide who I want to be friends with and then I invite them on the podcast. Yeah. So I did that here, just to be clear. Thank you. I was just like, this will work. Yes. Yes, I love it so much. <laughs> um, and send us any follow-up questions. I'm sure we'll have Jasmine back on very soon. Oh, yes. Is there anything you want to tell people to be looking for as this comes out, as this episode comes out? Just follow your Instagram. Yeah, just follow me. Other than that, um, I have some... I might have an event cool. at the end of the summer. Cool. I'm trying to put together a little maybe pool situation. <gasps> Yeah, um, I I want it to be very centered not only on um, fat bodies, but just like difference. Love it. You know, um, I think, I don't know, I just want people who just feel fucking different and like being in a swimsuit, no matter what your body is, is weird for you. Yeah. Um, so let's all get together and celebrate that. Oh my God. So I'm hoping that will be something by the end of this summer. Oh my God. So look out for yes, that. Yes. Yes. All right. What do you want your hashtag to be on this podcast? Ooh, um, hashtag. hashtag. What's something that we said a lot during this interview? I feel like hashtag it's from ASOS. <laughs> Jasmine, hashtag it's from ASOS. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Hashtag so, it's from ASOS. Hashtag it's from ASOS. Jasmine. Hashtag yeah. Jasmine is from ASOS. 
That's your hashtag. Yes, I love that. Um, so everyone go follow Jasmine. That's a long ass hashtag, but I, I love mean, it. that's none of them make any sense. Mm. Nina's is hashtag Velveeta for Nina because that's the name of the dog she wants to get eventually. Okay. They make no sense. Okay, I love it. They're just for the fat, Molly. I'm here for it. Okay, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. And that's our show. She's All Fat was created by me, Sophie Carter Khan, and the iconic April K. Quio, who is on a break this season. You know what she said to me the other day, though, was... I am sick, as usual. Okay. We are an independent production. If you'd like to support the work we do, you can join our Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash she's all fat pod. When you pledge to be a supporter, you'll get all sorts of goodies and extra content. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the stuff we mentioned today. And don't forget to send us your questions via email or voice recording to fyi at she's all fat Please make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's super important in making sure people find the show. If you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll give you a shout out on the pod next week. Our theme music was composed and produced by Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs. Our website was designed by Jesse Fish, and our logo is by Britt Scott. This episode was co-produced and edited by Maria Ortel. Our junior producer is Lynn Barbera. Our lovely, amazing new interns are Freya Salander and Yelly Cruz. I am our host and co-producer. Our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter handles are at She's All Fat Pod. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Bye. And I'm like coming from like a literal baby face child. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, I'm not gonna get into this because this is a positive podcast, but there are many mean things I could say about my face. <laughs> Don't because it's wrong. Second of all. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.